run through corridor six. It's empty. At the end of the corridor, I force open the door. <gasps> corridor seven. The emergency lights flash in an alternating strobe pattern. Corridor 8. And that's where I find what I was looking for. This room is a kind of warehouse used for large machines. Now it is filled with hundreds of jet black humanoid creatures, some blind, some still transforming into hardened biological weapons. I know some of you can understand me. Which of you is sentient? The creatures at first make no movement, hostile or otherwise, but then slowly they part. And there in the center, still retaining most of her human shape is Mina, Private Mina. Hello, Helen. I thought I'd killed you. I did too. Did you know the human body can survive for some four to six minutes in a vacuum? Yes. They probably told us that in basic training, but I forgot. What happened? When you threw me out of the airlock, my body must have flown into an airlock on the other side of the station. And that's where I woke up, at least. That makes sense. I don't blame you, Helen. We're not even going to kill you. The private walks up to me haltingly, as though she is a newborn fawn on her new legs. She reaches out, gently, and touches my face. The last time she touched me, she was trying to kill me. Now all I see from her is sadness. It's too late. It's all over. No, it's not. Nothing on this station can destroy the solar gun. I have a plan. How many of you are sentient? I'm the last one. Can you control them? I can make suggestions to them. Yes. That will have to do. I finally get to where I was going. The docking bay. In the middle of the bay is a homing beacon, about the size of an average house cat. It has a flashing blue light in the center of it. There is an entrenching tool strapped to the inner bulkhead. I clasp my hand around the handle and disconnect it from the wall. I run to the beacon and insert the sharp end of the tool into the rotating jack which holds the beacon. This activates the beacon with a specialized emergency intercept signal. Sometimes it's helpful to be an android because one just knows things like this. Out there, in space, the unmanned shuttle is turning back toward the station. 
I set the entrenching tool down on the deck in order to pull the locking handle on the homing beacon. Suddenly, the entrenching tool disappears from my sight. I am smacked in the head with the entrenching tool, like someone was using it as a baseball bat. I go flying toward the other end of the docking bay. Not gonna work, proxy. Colonel Tybalt, I wasn't expecting you. <laughs> I swing my leg around and kick him in the knee. This destabilizes him, but he comes at me again with the entrenching tool. It misses me, so I kick him in the head. That backs him up just enough so I can stand. But he comes at me again. He punches me in the head. His fist feels like an iron bar. He, he kicks me in the stomach, which propels me into the bulkhead. I crawl toward the inner fire door. You think I didn't know what you were going to try? We're both androids. Of course you would set the homing beacon to return to docking bay so you could use the thrusters to knock us out of orbit. Warning, solar gun actuation in T minus Omega. Where are you going? You think you can run away from me? Just run out the door and I can't catch you. You're dragging, Helen. You can't do anything, you're unarmed. And quite honestly, the last couple of hours have been very hard on your infrastructure. So seriously, what were you expecting to do? Run away? No. That wasn't my plan. I punched the door release. <clears throat> and every creature Amina could command rushes into the docking bay. The creatures dead and coal black with rage, rush tippled. Outside the static security shield, I watch as the shuttle rockets toward the docking bay, toward the beacon. The creatures tear Tybalt, ripping his mechanical limbs from his body as I hit the release on the beacon. I pick up the beacon and heave it over my shoulder and run as fast as I can. Earth will be destroyed in 14 degrees horizon echo in T minus perigee 62. The station rocks as the shuttle makes impact. Elevator, it is still following the beacon cradled in my arms. Floor 17, floor 18, floor 38, floor 39, floor 47, floor 48. At the control center for the gun, I look out the window at the earth below. I feel the shuttle tearing through the station to get to the beacon in my hands. Suddenly, the Earth spins. The station's stabilizing gyros cannot maintain the azimuth. I watch as the gun activates. It fires, but at an odd angle, barely singeing the top of the Earth's atmosphere. 
but not the Earth itself. The command area catches fire and suddenly, I am in space, quiet. I hang, torn, in the black sky, falling, falling away, falling away toward the earth below. The Philadelphia desert yawns below me as I fall toward the yellow sands through a hole in space, a hole in time. My mind is torn. There is only one thing I know. I see time reverse itself. The world a century now. No, two centuries ago. I am no longer myself. I am no longer myself. I am she. I am she. I am she who... I am she who... I know their future. I must be. Sand. Lots of sand. This creature, this machine, fell from the sky from a long time after I shall leave this world. A hundred years from now, two hundred. But if we are to be saved, we must know its story. We must heed its words. For lo, she speaks. She speaks unto us, and saith thus. Humanity will end itself. 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 You've been listening to Earth Killer, episode 14, Humanity Will End Itself. Written by Andrew Belware and Montserrat Mendez. Story by Montserrat Mendez. Produced by Laura Schlachtmeier. Starring Robin Kurtz, with Zoe Anastasiu as Rays, Pilar Gonzalez as Private Mina Strauss, BJ Burbage as Colonel Tybalt, and Ben Yeager Thomas as The Prophet. Earthkiller is a Pandora Machine podcast composed and directed by Andrew Belware.